0: Hello again, I'm Brian Martins, and you are listening to The Spoken Symbol. The Spoken Symbol is a poetry podcast that brings awareness, transformation, and deep intuition into your life. Once upon a time, there was a story about the universe, and it began with words spoken. There was nothing else except spoken words. These words became symbols, and these symbols were crafted to have meaning. People continued to craft words that had meaning, and they built their world upon these meanings. Poetry is a time-honored symbol for us as humans. We choose to inform our inner and outer lives with meaning through the sound of poetry. Please join me in the listening of poetry. Open all your senses to the meaning that poets give to our world. Relax, take a deep breath, allow yourself to be transported by the metaphorical language of poetry. Magic happens once upon a time. So lo again, this is podcast number thirty-seven, uh, USA Women Triumph, and I always like to le- read the uh, the intro there. I mean, I came up with the uh, the name, the spoken symbol, and it, it just it kind of resonated for me. It still resonates. So I the pod the podcast is actually you know transformed from from just poetry, but. I do. I'm a poet. I consider myself a poet and writer, and I want to include as many poems as possible. But uh, there's also timely is- timely issues that, that I want to express and talk about and give my viewpoint on, and and certainly ask for comments and feedback. Uh, so please uh, please do that. You can offer feedback actually on the article I write on Medium.com the bottom of the article there's a place for comments and I believe um, if you go to uh, the podcast where I uh, record it which is anchor.fm you can also put in feedback or you can also email me at brmart the number 8 at gmail.com so the topic yeah it's a little it's a little old but uh, I want to string this the meaning of the topic and the the conversations longer than just the quick uh, headlines that surfaced when the USA women won the the World Cup in soccer so um, and obviously, there was very few. I mean, some, some papers made it, it made the headlines, and not enough papers put it as the headline. Uh, maybe it was in just a sports section. I, I didn't really look that close, but I know it wasn't represented nor uh, reported like another story. Like, say, the men's, uh, if the men's won their World Cup, it would, of course, they haven't won it in so long. It would definitely be a big story, but but the idea is that women deserve you know equal equal pay, equal rights, you know equal attention. And it was great that the women spoke up about the disparity between uh, pay in the in the men men and women's soccer. And I thought that was a timely way to bring that forward. And you know it just doesn't make sense in today's world that uh, there is that disparity still. And there's many of us that feel that there is a disparity and, and some don't care, some think it's fine, but really it's uh, women are too important to our society nowadays to to even think about them in, in a different context. Um, they make such a huge contribution to society now in politics and and, and uh, leader in their leadership, CEOs, in all the different ways that they they, they show up, um, and for some people that don't don't know uh, about the inner workings of the human body, in our DNA is both characteristics of the feminine and the masculine. So I think it behooves us to definitely engage and learn about both genders and incorporate, you know, bring about. Uh, an integration in our own selves the masculine and feminine and I believe if that happened then there wouldn't be this big debate about uh, male versus female Uh, if everybody was equally learned and expressed themselves with compassion like is usually thought of as the feminine energy uh, if men did that more then it would be you know it wouldn't be such a big issue so anyway, we have, we have work to do, uh, we all know that, but um, it was just, you know, it was a great time. I really, I watched it myself, not all the games, but uh, just the fact that they won in such a great fashion and, and represent us to the world as women, I think it's, uh, it's time to, to give them a, bigger, a better uh, recognition. Um, what else? So I'm, um, there's a few things in the, the article I want to talk about, but, um, you know, our country has declared, uh, that the people are equal and we've always been that way. And to, to take steps backward, I think during this uh, administration is just really shocking. Of course, it's shocking to a lot of people. And I remember back in, um, 2009, when the Dal- Dalai Lama said that Western women will save the world, and he said that in a speech to Van- at the Vancouver Peace Summit, way back in 2009, and um, everybody needs to to witness that and and come up with a uh, do away with the wage disparity and and make those things happen. I mean, that's 2009. That's 10 years ago I mean how how come there hasn't been more uh, equality since then Um, so anyway that's um, thinking about that quote from the Dalai Lama and I I thought gee that was just a few years ago and it's been 10 years people come on Um, so the other thing that that I noticed with my own creativity is that um uh, July is actually a retrograde Mercury for those interested or know anything about astrology. it's It can be a big thing, it can be not a big thing. It depends on your uh, your awareness and what you think about it. But generally it's a, a time of uh, murky communication. Maybe that's one way to, to say it. And it's also not a time to make big decisions because lots of times those can be reversed after the planet Mercury goes direct, which is at the end of July first of August. So I'm not um, making any big decisions during this month and but I'm doing a lot of uh, research and questioning what what my uh, direction is and my creative passions. Um, somebody asked me today, am I still writing and doing the podcast, but because I've missed my usual two-week, time frame and it was just a time to you know break a pattern really uh I felt uh, compelled to do it for two weeks for a couple years and it was a goal and I accomplished that the goal was actually just to do the podcast and the article for a year and, and I actually did it about two years so um yeah, it's time I think for me to reassess where I want to go with it. I definitely there's so much, uh, so many blogs, media uh, articles that it has to be compelling or people aren't going to pay attention. So I definitely want it to be that. And of course, you know, friends and neighbors, you know, the people I know want. Often you know, ask me what's going on, and and so they're interested in my take on things too, and all my expertise with uh, conflict resolution and organization development over the years and working with Angela Sarian and uh, my creativity with Marguerite Wildenheim, it's all, you know, in my head, and it's its good to have a place to to put that forth. Um, so anyway, I'm working on that during uh, July, and then when August comes, I think there'll be some uh, more clarity about the next step. Um... Another announcement is the, uh, the book I once in a while would, re- uh, would reference, which was Three Raven Gate. That's my, uh, the manuscript I wrote with haiku and a few early poems. <clears throat> I was in contract with a, a publisher, and um, the publisher was not really able to meet any deadlines. It's been a year since you know, we started that contract. And so I just felt frustrated, and we talked it over, and just had a mutual um, realization that it, uh, we were going to cancel the, the contract. So I did, and he was okay with that. He uh, realized that he wasn't able to to come up with those commitments. So, uh, but it, it felt, you know, felt really freeing, and it was a great release to not be burdened by that contract, which once i was out of it i realized well now now what and that's part of this month of july what do i want to do with the book Uh, do i want to self-publish do i want to uh, add more poems and make it into like a phase one phase two so i'm i'm still working on that and and thinking about different avenues Um, and i trust that you know going forward august you know will bring some new new life and as far as the podcast i think um, i have some ideas of doing some interviews and something that's more engaging and a little different twist so Uh, but back to the the women's soccer team a bit um i was really shocked by the uh some comments by the president about women and the four women in the in Congress, the House of Representatives, that he made comments about, and I'm I'm really um, questioning whether he's fit to be a president. Uh, and these are typical comments that he makes. And I just um, I usually don't get into the p- political realm because it's so di- uh, divisive, and we see how polarizing it is in our country. And I feel like the the president is is there to really bring us together as a country and share and uh, certainly have his own opinions, but not be disparaging to anybody in the country. Um, And as a result of those comments, you know, the USA women's soccer team has declined to go to the White House uh, for recognition. And I say, good for them. You know, it's a statement. And... I actually didn't hear what the comment from the, the White House was, uh, but um, I think it's time, you know, time to not take, you know, take any crap any anyway. And uh, I just appreciate them standing up and being clear about their their thoughts and with the wage disparity, uh, wage disparity also. Um, but also with that win, I was also. Imagining women around the world, you know, because it's a world sport, probably the biggest world sport, and how other women in other countries. I know in Africa they have TVs set up where small villages can watch on this, this small little televisions with rabbit ears or something, you know. But they watch and they're interested. So I'm just wondering how they think about the the United States, USA women, and the freedoms they have. And, and the leadership there and the courage they're showing in being on a world stage. And it's, you know, it's beautiful. And <clears throat> I was thinking what a great, uh, how well they they show showed themselves in the world, you know, with their leadership and courage uh, and what a diverse, uh, there's women of color on that team and diverse backgrounds and it just goes to show that we you know we we relish the diversity in, in our sports for sure and in, in other ways I, I hope as much as possible <clears throat> I'm curious you know what the dreams and passions are of, of other women around the world when they see uh, our women win that win that cup and are curious about the women in the USA uh, and some cultures in the world still treat women as if you know it was a hundred years ago and I in this media world I of course they don't a lot of smaller cultures uh, they don't have the media presence so they, they're not seeing how the, the women in the USA are are leaving and the courage and not only the in USA sports, but just how they're uh, behaving in politics and in all the other ways that, that women excel here. Uh, but I want them to have the best that they can have. And I don't know if it's fear or certainly peer pressure or cultural pressure to uh, to not change. But I wanna ask them, you know, anything is, anything when I tell them I want to tell them anything is possible and what do you want in your life and what are you willing to risk uh, to, to change your beliefs and your customs that are stifling your own creativity your vision and your transformation um, and the USA women portray those freedoms and so anyway I just I was trying to bring all those different ideas into my own thoughts when I was Thinking of the impact of that win on a world stage, and uh, I thought the women portrayed themselves, you know, excellently. Um, and we should be proud of them and, and do away with the disparity issues. I mean, the the organizations that that run those, when the disparity issue shows up like that, it should be dealt with immediately. You know, they should have talks. They should figure out how to. To rewrite the the laws and and make it happen. This doesn't have to take ten years, like uh, the quote from the Dalai Lama, uh, to take effect. I mean, this this is an ongoing process that you know we're we should be having more and more freedoms. So that's my feeling about that. You know, there's been I started to to do a little bit of research on women in history, and it's you know vast. So, very vast, so uh, Catherine the Great in Russia, you know, uh, the British uh, uh, Parliament, and uh, I forget the woman now who ran England for for a while, but China, I know in the brief research I did, there was uh, Chinese empresses in the past, and so it's... um, And, you know, men and women have different strengths and weaknesses, but to move forward, you know, it takes, for our country anyway, it takes leadership from the top down. So um, I'd appreciate, you know, some awareness, you know, in the White House to to turn this, you know, ship around and and start to be more aware of, of how the comments are landing with people. And so I'm asking, you know, you, the listeners, what, what are your le- leadership qualities that are waiting to be released to the world? And, and what are your creative gifts that your community needs? And what are you passionate about that you can light a fire under other, uh, you know, friends, family with similar interests and beliefs? And then where's the greatest need for your gifts and talents? You know, in the marketplace, where, is, where can you make an impact? Or your family, your community, and to seek out those in in this month here, where we're we're staying inside and going deeper inside to find out what what's our next steps once uh, our communication plan that goes direct. <clears throat> so yeah, go inside and ask ask some of those questions. What's your body saying that is necessary right now? Uh, what does your creative mind say that? Is your next project, and and then where's the best place to put your energy, for all concerned? And so I trust that you know August will reveal some of those, um, some of those answers for you. Uh, so just trust, you know, listen to that small voice within, and and know that uh, action absorbs anxiety. I also have a picture of the uh, Statue of Liberty on the, uh, the article I write, the article I write in uh, medium.com. Uh, so it's a great photo of the Statue of Liberty. It just brings up you know, how fortunate we are here and, and still how much distance we have to go with our race, racism and uh, people of color and sexual orientation I mean um, and I'm curious from other people what what they're thinking when I mean I, I listen to radio shows I I realize that some people are really backing the, the current administration and, and yet when when the radio host will ask or give a fact, sometimes they're oblivious to what what actually is happening. What what the, what what is what is the truth? What is the facts in this case or this situation? And some people don't care. They just want to. They just back the the person in the White House, no matter what. And I don't. I don't think that's a good idea right now. I don't care whether you're Democrat or Republican. I think people. I mean, I'm just reminded that it seems like our our country is not as well educated on the uh, on the history on not necessarily politics but just issues that affect them like health care and um, wage disparity and things like that and I I know you know foreign countries sure there some of them are smaller so they their population, maybe it's easier to disseminate information but they seem to be more engaged in what's going on because uh, they've all they've all been through anyway in the european cultures they've been through two wars and they've been you know it's a different situation than here in the usa so i think they pay attention uh, more to what's going on And, and i'm just asking that we start to do that also become informed of when somebody says something uh, are they just you know pass it trying to pass it over our heads and not, so we don't listen or because it's up to us it's not up to the politicians or those in power it's up to us to decide what we want and so when i i get frustrated when i hear comments on the radio that are, that are not even based in any First of all, logic or fact uh, or reporting that's been done on an issue. So um, I just want people to, you know, pay attention to what's going on and, and dig deep. What what do they want? What's what's affecting them and their pocketbook and their families and and to not take, you know, the media for granted and not listen to everything and believe everything you hear certainly so anyway that's my little rant but um so with all that uh, i share a poem uh, from patrick overton i've shared it before and i've actually been in contact with him a few times and he's a great poet and this is one of my favorites of his it's called faith When you walk to the edge of all the light you have and take that first step into the darkness of the unknown, you must believe that one of two things will happen. There will be something solid for you to stand upon or you will be taught how to fly. Faith by Patrick Overton. When you walk to the edge of all the light you have and take that first step into the darkness of the unknown you must believe that one of two things will happen there will be something solid for you to stand upon or you or you will be taught how to fly so this is a short uh, podcast this time again it's uh, this month is assessing and trying to figure out where to go and um So hang in there. Uh, Change is good. And uh, create and be well. And we'll see you the next one. Thanks for listening and watching. And reading. And um, you can support my podcast by donating at anchor.fm. In the article that I write on uh, medium.com. The bottom of the article is listed all the, the, uh, the platforms for the podcast you can listen on. Of course, it's on iTunes and many others. All right. Again, create and be well.